Deeper. Drive with batters and Wolf. Oh, righty then. Oh, nice to see you, batters. Good to see you, Wolfie. I'll tell you what, it's been a busy week. A busy, busy week. Oh, you, busy week. You've how, had how that too? You how did you go Monday? Did you enjoy it? was a very, very busy Monday. But about 11.45 on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. things crashed. I'm bottomed out. Monday was a public holiday, though. Yeah, see? So it would have been 11.45 Wednesday. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> You've obviously thought about this too much. <laughs> no, no yeah. amazing. We've, uh, big news. Can yeah. I just, my brother Cam and his yeah. wife Kathy have just yeah. had their first little girl, second child. Fantastic. Congratulations to them. Welcome to the world of pink because mm-hmm. they have a little, they have a son who's, and they okay. don't know what they're in for. Okay. Uh, you know, Wolfie, you know, yeah. being a father of a daughter. Sure, it's, sure. Pink. Is your, your place pink yet? No. Nah. Nah. It's coming. I don't think it will. Why? Well, I just think that, uh, um, is it too early to have identified sexual preference? <laughs> and also it was busy this week because I have um, moved offices. Oh, yeah. nice. So yeah. you've gone out of the the, the, yeah. the working precinct of East Perth. Yeah. <laughs> to where, I mean, I'm going to miss the um, cement trucks yes. and I'll miss... The um, the colourful hookers, yes. I can say it now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they are they they add a bit of colour to that part of East Perth yes. and life. Yeah. And uh, but uh, so I've now moved into the Switzerland, <laughs> the Switzerland, <Yeah. laughs> Switzerland of, of Perth, Perth which yeah. is West Perth. Yeah, very classy. Oh, it's about time. very very classy. Um, uh, what have you been doing this week? Well, I've been working actually. Oh, did you work Monday? Uh, yes, I did. Oh, I you did I, work yeah, Monday. Yeah, yeah. and uh, but I've by been... mistake, I came and you forgotten. Um, no, no. Oh, no. It's a Jewish thing. Yeah, we maybe just didn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, that's right. I was offered the choice. I said, I have a choice. <laughs> what do I want a choice for? Of course I work. Do I get paid for not working? No. Oh, come. Uh, no, it was like that. the Easter kind of thing. Like it meant, oh, you know, it's like yeah. water off a duck's back. No. Kind of Jewish oh, thing. Oh, no. It's guilt then. If that's what it is, it's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I'm so sorry that we did that. You know, <laughs> that upsets you. Right now, let's catch up with John Marvel, He's the assistant coach of the Western Force and joins us from Sydney. Marvel's uh, Tom and I are going to have a discussion after five o'clock. We want to talk about the worst jobs you've ever had the, the, or the wackiest or the strangest. Uh, perhaps as a school student or a uni student or, you know, as you're sort of working hard to get that extra cash. In your lifetime, other than the present position you have, what, what's the <laughs> wackiest job you've done? Oh, I had to scrape paint off uh, an asbestos ceiling at some stage, and uh, the landlord was Peter O'Mara. So uh, from, from years gone by, that was one of my first jobs. And one of the worst ever, I was on the back of a truck doing the, um, the rounds of picking up the recycled paper. And when those things get wet in Brisbane, and it's 40 degrees, and it's hot and steamy, like... I only lasted three days. It's just too much for me. <laughs> so you were about six foot five. That explains why you're now five foot two. Yeah, well, if, if I can claim five foot two, I'll take it. <laughs> Thanks for that. John Marvel, our guest on Drive. Drive with Batters and Wolf. Oh, righty then. Uh, you were a garbo. Yeah, well, that's right, yeah. I, uh, I'll make it quick because I want to hear more about your chooks. Um, and there's nothing wacky about being a garbo, but it was a timing thing for me. It's what I did for work experience at school. Right. And, you know, most people go into offices... And looking and for professional placement and, you know, that <laughs> yeah, sort of business. I realise where my strengths and weaknesses <laughs> were. And, but it, I mean, it was really a case of thinking, well, I'm not going to... You know, I'm going to be standing idle. Could you just go and stand over the photocopier for the next two yeah. weeks? No, thanks. Yeah, so, yeah. But my headmaster was furious. Well, didn't I? Yeah, oh. wasted opportunity, you know. And, oh, uh, didn't take it very well. Slap in the face for those working in that industry. I loved it. Yeah. I loved the physical activity. Back then, it was four or five blokes on the back of the truck. It was you a bit tra- of a boys' travel, club. You travelled holding on to the back. Yeah, that's right. You Blue know, singlet, shorts. Yeah, oh, stubbies right up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the great thing was, it was super great fun doing it. 
and then they invited me back for a paid job over the next two Christmas, lots of Christmas holidays. Oh, brilliant. So and in I the old it. days when you were a garbo as well, uh, none of that uh, one-person operation, press a button, pick it up, toss it in, that <laughs> sort of business. You actually... You'd run you down to the back of the yard and fight the dogs off and... Get the lid off one of those tin rubbish bins, run back down. On the shoulder and yeah. back down, over into the truck. Yeah. And these days, pussycats. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and the reward was uh, you, Christmas uh, time. At Christmas time, you'd get a... Always people put out bottles of beer. King Browns. Did you, you used yeah, to? Yeah, sure, sure. You always took care of the garbos. I don't know that it happens anymore. I did give my garbo beers two Christmases ago. Um, he was overwhelmed by it. Yeah, shocked yeah, probably. Yeah, what, what's yeah. this? I think he was going to burst into tears. Can you tell me about your chooks? Well, chooks, now, uh, this is just, a, I hated this job. I'm not particularly good with birds. Uh, you know, so I, when they fly over my head, you know, magpie sweep or something, I just sort of, I don't like it. Have you had some bad form previously? Mm, or? Yeah, well, yeah. I just, you know, I've never been. Droppings? <laughs> <Yeah>. or <laughs> <laughs> There he is. Release bombs. <laughs> so uh, I was uh, working on a kibbutz in Israel. Yeah. 17, it came time to harvest, you know, harvest the adult chickens because mm. they were ready to go off to be slaughtered. Mm. Um, and the trick to it was that uh, there was like 20,000 in a pen. I think we had four pens and you'd have like 20 or 30 people one night would work on one pen together and used to start at 2.30 or 3 o'clock in the morning. Um, and then you'd work two or three hours doing that and that was a horrible job. You'd open up, carefully open up the pen. And all the chooks are asleep. That's the idea. You get, let them sleep Quiet, for as long as they can. Yeah. Sneaking. Then they tear up. They start the bobcat, and they just then just rip in, and and oh. they start scooping up as many as they can at a time. While they're doing that, manually, the, everyone else is running around and putting five chooks upside down in each hand, putting the legs between you? the webs between each of your fingers. You know, oh. Oh, okay. turning them upside down, hooking the legs in between each finger, oh. locking one in, then putting another one in. Now, by the time you know, ten minutes into this operation, every chook, there's, there's no sleeping chooks, uh, and all the chooks <laughs> they're going off. It's three <laughs> they are going thick, off. All that ammonia, whatever it is, start, they start kicking that up. Oh. To, it's you're white. It's in your nostrils. It it kills. Your eyes are bleeding, and uh, you know you you're scratching. Yeah. Your hands are being scratched, and all that sort of business. I hated it so much, and I was useless at holding five in each hand. That the guy that ran the chicken coop said, uh, "Wolf, you're no good at this. Uh, I've got a job for you." <laughs> I had to follow him on the bobcat as he tore in just to pick up 50 at a time in the bobcat. My job was to take the half-dead chooks that he ran over and sort of scoop them up into a bucket. Oh. Uh, it was the most disgusting thing I've ever done. I really, I really hated That's it. That's not wacky. Mm. That's, yeah. Yeah, just a horrible job. Uh, wackiest job uh, Dallas has had is working for a community TV station in Perth. Uh, <laughs> Hang in there, the Dallas. Crazy times. They're not there anymore. Uh, my worst job, says Greg, was uh, cleaning septic tanks in Perth. I mean, again, that was a job, you know, that it still yeah. exists because there are a few of them around, but not as many as there used to be. Uh, believe me, it was a real of a job, but it did pay well. Thanks uh, very much, Greg, for calling that through. My worst job was uh, at the, the Brisbane show at the Plucker Duck uh, out of the, the pond. I was a game operator there and had grandmothers swearing at me that the prizes were lame. <laughs> um, thanks, Mark. one three hundred triple two seven twenty. if you want to call in. Uh, Jeff, welcome to the program. Say hello to Batters. Hello, Batters. Hello, Wolfie. How you doing? Oh, good, Jeff. How are you going? All right. Listen, um, I'm, in a, I'm in a car with a pretty poxy hands-free. Is the feedback okay? No, you Sounds through. fine. Nice yeah. and clear. Oh, yeah. okay. Good stuff. Chicken, chicken stories. Oh, mm. no. You went in a kibbutz as well, were you? No, unfortunately not. And a, mil a million years ago, when it was uh, politically correct to do so, I, I worked for a guy making uh, battery chicken um, establishments. 
and we used to, we used to make these long rows of uh, of cages made of made of wire mesh that were wired together and suspended and, and parked over a, a gutter. We had about two and a half thousand birds in one of these rows of, of cages, and you can imagine what the gutter was for underneath all these birds. Mm. I mean, five five tons of cook feed a week, and mm. uh, you don't get five <laughs> ton of eggs. I better tell you. <laughs> oh, and you anyway, to... oh, no. one night in the middle of the night, the phone rings, and it's my boss. A row of birds has just fallen down. We've got to go and crank them up again. So we go down to this shed, and there's this whole row of 2,000 birds. All their cages have fallen over like a row of dominoes. So we get to one end, and we, with a crane, we pull them back up, pull them straight. And some poor little bastards got to get underneath there and rewire them, don't they? <laughs> Yours truly, being low man on the totem pole, literally, um, was placed in the position. I have to tell you, it wasn't a particularly unique job. It was sloppy and it was wet and it was miserable. But the view was absolutely unique. It truly was. Oh, dear. Oh, Jeff, horrible. My my chicken story is not so bad. No, um, we, we put you off chicken. Have, have you you eat chicken? Oh, look, I do. <laughs> yeah, I do. No, it takes a lot to put me off food. Um, now, uh, one of our work colleagues is with us this afternoon. It's delightful to have Churchy Churchy on the line. Hello, Ian Churchy. This hello, Churchy. Good day, Russell. Good day, Butters. How Churchy, are you? Churchy, good. Good to see you. Hear you. I see you often, but it's good now. Good to hear you. Oh yeah, I'll get you one day. <laughs> My worst job has to be, I left school and I worked in a maggot farm. I was 200 quid a week. I lasted four and a half minutes. My hands stunk for two days. There was ammonia in your eyes. Maggots fell in my wellies. And I thought, enough's enough. I can't handle this. And I, I hitchhiked home. And the people that picked me up weren't too impressed. But the, the, the punchline of the story is really that the person who took the job after me was a very butch girl in my year. And I'm sure she um, liked comfortable shoes, if you get my following. And she stayed there for four years. So, um, yeah. Oh, 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 just quickly describe a maggot farm. A maggot farm. Uh, a room full of flies above, oh, oh. like thousands of flies. And then downstairs, just, just bucket loads of maggots. And what you do we pretty have? much just have to scoop them up in the bucket and, and sell them to um, fishermen. Oh, okay. Oh. oh. Horrible. Dear. Horrible. Horrible. Without the H. But now I've got to work with Russell Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not looking that bad, really, is it? No, what about, really. Churchy, what about, you were a gardener as well. Yep. Well, I was a gardener for the Archbishop of Canterbury, who was the Bishop of Bath and Wells. So, yeah, things have looked up. That's really wacky. Yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> is that a good job? It was all right. I had to go out and um, clean out the moat. There was usually <laughs> shopping trolleys and, like, fast food wrappers and things in the moat. So there was me, yeah, pedalling around in a little boat. But I um, didn't really know what I was doing, I've got to be honest with you. It lasted... How much did that one pay? Yeah, it's 200 not, quid a week. Not the, as much as the maggot no. one, I tell you. <laughs> that maggot I'm, one's good. I think I only got the job because my second name's Church. Good <laughs> <laughs> Church. Thanks so much for uh, for calling through. You're with Batters and Wolfie this afternoon. What's the worst job you've ever had? one three hundred triple two seven twenty. 722 with us on Drive this afternoon. Welcome to you. What What's the worst job you've ever had? Well, it wasn't a, the worst job, but it was probably the most unusual job I've ever had, and that was as a painter and decorator in a brothel in East Perth. Oh, brilliant. Oh, wow. Oh, you'd know yes. Tom Badley. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, they got Aussie Tom, you know? No, no, no? I didn't okay. meet him. <laughs> um... So wow. uh, that's just a one-off uh, job, is it? You you went in there and, and and they said, look, we want you to you know fix the decor, and you went and showed samples and everything like that. And did well, it. yes, and we discussed ideas. I mean, they wanted themes for each room. Oh, do tell. So there was the French maid's bedroom, uh -huh. and we did that in the very dark green. 
um, with lots of antique furniture. Oh. And then there was the Greek room, which had lots of um, pedestals with statues on. And that oh. was all painted. The Greek room? Yes, with clouds on a pale blue background. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> then there was the orgy room. Oh, detail. <laughs> that had a bed that went from one wall to the other, 12 foot wide. <laughs> wow. And that was all painted in purples and hot pinks and uh, gold. All the woodwork and wow. skirtings were Mara, gilt. Are you sure this is not, you know, this is East Perth or West Perth? East Perth. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Were, and, uh, were, were you paid on time and everything all right like I that? I was paid daily, yeah. cash yeah. in hand. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> are you still in the painting and decorating business? Not really. No, no, I haven't done it for a while. I uh, did do uh, one bedroom and another brothel and I was supposed to go back and do more. Actually, one funny thing about the first brothel, there were... Um, about eight or nine bedrooms, but one I had to paint twice. I painted it in a lavender colour wash, and that was to be the phone sex room. Right. But they rang me up and said, the girls can't get excited, that it's the wrong colour. <laughs> it's the colour of sexual frustration. Wow. Well, I, I and think... I said, why, what's wrong with it? And I said, I thought it'd be relaxing. And she said, no, no. She said, it's a non-sexual colour, yeah. they just can't get any ideas of anything to say. <laughs> Mari. I think there's uh, a doctorate in there. Yeah, that's a fantastic story. Um, thanks for joining us. Drive with Banners and Wolf. Put the brains in this outfit. Uh, My point exactly. Why don't you get a toupee with some brains in it? <laughs> um, Marie was on fire. That was a, oh, a, a very nice great one. Great to chat to her again, actually. Yeah. Some um, stage? Yeah, well, I'm, yeah. I mean, it'd be good for you to reacquaint. One three hundred triple two seven twenty. If anyone wants to call in, what's uh, uh, well uh, the worst or the wackiest job that you've ever had? Um, this one, uh, look uh, again. You have to go to university to, to be able to do this. So I can't encourage kids to take this one up as a school a school holiday uh, sort of a job. But uh, if you like the idea of perhaps uh, you know uh, going to university, studying science, and then spending uh, many of your days walking around parks. Uh, say in Perth, for example, picking up dog poo for analysis, uh, then this could be the job for you. What's the purpose of studying faecal samples of dogs in various parks around Birmingham? Um, we're actually part of a national survey. We're looking at two roundworms that uh, can infect dogs. One's Toxicara and uh, the other is a new French heartworm. They have a public health and an animal health interest to us. Yeah, uh, look, she makes that sound so interesting. Wow. She's, she, she is walking around, she's paid to walk around and pick up dog poo. Yeah. Um, couldn't be a great job. Gee, I wish she'd come around, uh, you know, what? leave Birmingham and, and move to Perth. She'd, uh, You've got... Uh, well, where, where I live, it's, a, it's an issue. Yeah. yeah. Um, hello, Rick. G'day. G'day there, Russell. What's the, what's the worst or weirdest uh, job you've ever had? The worst job was uh, when I had to promote um, a video game dressed as Super Mario <laughs> with um, a full Mario headpiece. And um, I was basically, I couldn't see anything. And um, there were kids that were uh, kicking me in the rear. And as soon as I'd turn around, they'd run around already. And um, sort of were, yeah, yeah. And just just kind of kept going on for a little while. But, um, yeah, and I was only there that night. One night night only. I went back. I never went back. No. And what, what, what? Do you remember what that uh, the hourly rate for that that humiliating job was? Uh, not enough. <laughs> <laughs> not enough. No. <laughs> uh, good on you, Rick. Thanks very much for calling up. Um, 
Russ, my worst job would have had to have been trolley collector at Karen up at Christmas time. Absolutely nuts. Last minute shoppers, high stress, uh, and crazy drivers in a tight car park from Rob in Mingenew. Good on you, Rob. Nice to hear from you. Now we've got just one minute to go until uh, news time, which means that we might be able to get Vince to, uh, to have a quick chat. Vince, what's your worst job? Uh, g'day, Russell. Yeah, um, cheering shape, Russell, about 90, late 60s. Oh, backbreaking. Um, before musing was invented or came in, and we used to shear them in this October, very late, hot weather. Um, fly bone from the tail of the back of the head, absolutely unbelievable. Mm. Maggots probably as long as a thing, uh, inch long with rubbing hair all over them. <laughs> They used to bounce off the handpiece and they'd fly up in your face and all over you. And the stink was absolutely terrific. <laughs> I'm going to go for it. You might have to put Vince in touch with Churchy. I think oh, it's a horrible job. Well, well described, Vince. Thanks for that. Batters, thank you so much for being with us. Great to see you, Wolfie. We'll see you next Friday afternoon. One, two, three, four. Drive with Batters and Wolfie. Oh, righty.